What's poppin' and welcome to Pop Forever Cholos at Diary on your stop for all things pop where we talk about all things pop culture from here in the Philippines to the rest of the globe and this week across the pond into the UK. Actually, di na siya across the pond sa atin. It's really far away. Uh, but of course, this week we'll be discussing RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 2 as per our yearly or like I don't even know how many ano yung time stamp anymore it's not a yearly thing it's like every how many months tradition for drag race <laughs> recaps or recaps but before we begin of course let's introduce our co-hosts for the day hello 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 welcome back miss alia rojo she's back hello attorney andito <laughs> <laughs> jeremiah is also here with us hello hello What's up, friends? I know, man. Excited for this episode. I love, I love yeah. this season. So it's super fun. Yeah, and you so, know, uh, go ahead, Jeremiah. I long same. <laughs> <laughs> As Alia said, I am excited to hear your opinions for the episode because it's so different from what I'm used to drag race wise. Yeah, so I guess mm-hmm. let's get to it and get to the meat of it all. This is about RuPaul's Drag Race UK. We actually didn't get to have a recap episode on UK Season 1. This is our first uh, UK Drag Race episode uh, recap. Uh, but Drag Race really has been like expanding throughout yeah. the year. I mean, of course, we've had the regular seasons, all-star seasons, but I think Asia was the first, Thailand was the first to have like yeah. a spin-off. I in- think so, I think so. What year? Mga 2016, I think, was season one of Thailand. I actually yeah, haven't I don't, I don't seen that at this point. Drag Race Thailand. But yeah, um, it's been expanding. Yeah, it's 2018 pala, not 2016. And uh, aside ah. from that, of course, they've had Drag Race Canada, Canada's Drag Race, um, Holland. They're gonna have... Uh, Down Under and Spain also coming soon. And of course, the UK. So, you know, the worldwide phenomenon that it is, it's like no secret of how big it's be- being received worldwide. And of, of course, it's nice that it gets to like um, feature the different cultures of drag in a sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how it's not really just US-centric anymore. Of course, in the US seasons, we've had different... Um, contestants from different countries like Courtney Act and of course we have uh, like um, see si Alexa Charlie Hyde Charlie Hyde <laughs> who else um, si um, si I don't know would you consider like Gia Gunn and then I don't think Gia, Gia Gunn's Amer- from America right well yeah that's true that's true well they represent like, the international queens the so like, Puerto Rican uh, queens Alexis Mateo, Sparks. But now they're really. I feel like I, there's another pala. I read like a whole article about um, a different version of Drag Race in South America. It's oh, really? called the uh, Drag Race. Parang. Instead of like lip syncing, what they do is they sing live at the end of it to save themselves. Oh, and it's like wow. the best live performance. American Idol, 
Yeah, parang it's a mashup of some sort. Pilipinas din. It's called the Switch Drag Race in Chile. Oh, but it's based on Drag Race pa rin. Like, it's also like, yung... yeah, format sa Drag Race. And Gia oh. Gunn actually is a contestant in like season oh. In uh, under oh. like a Latino name, like uh, La China something. Parang ganun. Wow. Alright. So, yun. So, I mean, now talking about Drag Race UK, let's just talk about, I mean, what makes it different, I guess, based on what we've seen so far. Well, of course, mas iba yung, of course, we need subtitles now. I mean, sometimes it's hard to understand. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we can't understand Candy News either, so we need subtitles for her. But, <laughs> um... He went there. He went the there. Different dialects or the different like, um, accents in the UK make it like more diverse in that sense. And this time around in season two, they have a wider range of queens from Scotland, for example. Because in the first yeah. one, um, they were just mostly from London. And this this time around, they have like um, Scottish queens. Scottish. And Wales. 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 Also. Yun. East London. Shout out, ibang area. <laughs> Ayun. So, what do you guys think about the whole internationalization and like oh, um, UK, yeah? I, for better or for worse, I feel like Drag Race has defined what drag is today, which is good because, you know, ang laki ng reach of VH1 to really bring it to all over the world, but at the same time, there's only one kind of drag that's being presented as the ideal all over yeah, the world. Yeah. And even queens who aren't on drag race are compared to that metric now, this very pageant, pageant, tama ba pageant style yeah. of uh, competing, yes. very pageant, very inspired by Hollywood. Yeah. So, which isn't always the case in other countries. So I really like this push of showcasing what drag looks like in other countries. So as we see in UK, sobrang iba siya from the American style of drag. It's not as focused on glamour or on the aesthetic. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. And like, I don't know, but then another fact I really enjoyed about the UK season, apart from it being so fresh and different, was the fact that, I don't know if this is like the right term, but it feels less produced than yeah. like the American drag yeah. race. For some reason, like everything just feels very natural and organic in the, in the UK um, counterpart of drag race. Like even with the... I would say that the US ones are more exciting in a sense that we we know what we're going to look forward to in terms of the challenge. Yeah. Like we know that there's going to be like um snatch game, the making up of uh, the twin challenge. I can't really think of stuff right now, but like in the UK, I feel like we were expecting similar stuff, but they gave us something else. And even though it was it wasn't something we were like familiar with, the queens still entertained us. Like they still served. And I feel like they brought like the culture of UK into the challenges. And even though there were like times you couldn't really understand the references they made, like there yeah. were times I just watched like, they're laughing. I guess it's a UK thing, you know? So, match game episode. I know, there were so many, like, 
what did I get from the whole UK drag race? Vivian Westwood. Who is she? I don't know, but she's an icon, <laughs> apparently. And if you look like punk or like a bit, you know, edgy, it's probably Vivian Westwood. That's what you were trying to do. <laughs> yeah, like those cute references. So it's interesting that you get to know more about their culture, and even though, and yeah, because of that, it's organic yung show. For me, that's what I noticed about it. And even like so, uh, herself, himself, parang Michelle has to like kind of teach him what the UK <laughs> is like sure. at some point. So you really see how, you know, Rue is also learning in a sense that the drag that they established in the US is expanding or has different forms in other countries as well, which is really nice. And you know, pangarap nga natin all the time, every time we have a Drag Race episode, is to have that Filipino <laughs> franchise one day. Yeah. <laughs> have the Filipino Hopefully, twist. hopefully. <laughs> but another, another thing I liked about this season was the judges were so funny. Even the guest judges. Yes. Like, they all had... It was so good. Yeah! Alan Carr. <laughs> like, even sila Jesse Ware, ang ganda ng mga baon nilang ng hirit dun sa runway. <laughs> like, alam mo yung mukhang prepared. <laughs> I guess that's a question, talaga, no? And like, I feel like to add to Aaliyah's earlier a comment, I feel like they didn't, the producers didn't have to produce the show as much because yeah. they cast such a charismatic group of queens all over. Yes. It's so hard to say na, oh, this is a filler queen. Because like, it, it's like they all had the part to play. I agree, I agree. Which made the confessionals, even the confessionals really interesting. True. And like, I don't know, I maybe we'll like dwell on it more later, but like so many aspects of the show which feel, bang, I don't know, like in the, U, in the US counterpart, it feels like it's very predictable or repetitive. I'm trying not to sound like mean or anything, but sometimes bland na rin eh, kasi you feel na parang they're being played. Yeah, it's so formula. That's actually the I think the right thing about it. But like, so, like for yeah. for season thirteen, it's all it's almost as if we're counting down the episodes. Now, oh, okay, it's the snatch game episode. It's the Broadway. This is the Rusical episode. Yeah, it's the makeover. So it's like, and then even the the drama, the produced drama. It's so formula na as in uh oh the loud mean girl fights with everyone. Or fights with the established drag queen. Yeah, it's I so. Know. Or like the 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 underdog needs to prove herself right and feel. Parang all those tropes. Or, we've seen it before, you know. <laughs> yeah, we've I mean, all seen 30, it before. How many years after? Uh, ten years after, eleven years after. It's really like we kind of miss those days. And it's less produced, and you really see the queens actually yeah. wanting to do it and doing it themselves versus like people having designers already set before they head to the show and this time around you really see that and I guess that uh, Jeremiah wanted to say something also on that one more thing about this is I feel like in the US at least we've seen how Especially around, I guess, season seven, mm. the fandom has become super toxic in the UK, in the US at least. That's because, true. like, if one queen is shady in the show, that queen gets bullied in real time all over social media. So, like, they, 
in the US, they come to the, they stay guarded na. They don't really speak their mind. As we see with like Shea Kule, season nine, she was gunning for miscongeniality until the reunion episode. It's very mabait yung felt in life. I feel like the UK queens don't really care as much. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. They, yeah. they, they say what's on their mind. I feel like that's a very British thing. Na the, the lack of pretension. And so it makes for really great drama that seems organic then. But I guess in terms of like online bullying, as you mentioned, parang at this point, it's kind of unavoidable na at, with this um, fandom because even Lawrence Cheney actually got bullied out of Twitter for a while because of what he said on the episode and people bullied him for it. So I guess it's more of a general fans do better and like you know every it's just like a competition and it's just like a reality show and these yeah, it's just drag you know unless I guess <laughs> no, unless you really do yeah. like do uh, mga shady actually shady things in real life like what Cherry Pie did oh yeah that's what's a, that's really something you get cancelled for but I guess it's a whole internet mentality at this point na rin na everything's just so sensitive na you really can't just have fun. Of course, you have to be sensitive, but, you know, there's still supposed to be that semblance of, like, it's all just said in the heat of a competition or for yeah. the fun of it and not necessarily to really shade towards somebody else. As an aside lang, I feel like also, this is something that happened the later seasons of Drag Race. When we saw like in All Stars 5, when Alexis Mateo came back, Jujubee, they, they, they talked their mind in the confessionals. Yeah. They didn't hold anything back. <laughs> See, Alexis told India, this is why Derek doesn't like you. <laughs> levels of petty na. And like, if, if a queen from this season would say something like that, they get bullied as we see with Candy. So like I think it's a mentality also with the the later more social media obsessed the mainstream drag race yeah you know? like the very sexy yeah 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 like I get it I get it that's so interesting but now I feel like, go ahead yeah parang culturally talaga I feel like the UK queens don't really care much I agree. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because there's no cash prize also. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. The fact that the prize just like go flying to the U to LA to have their own wow show. I, mean, I guess uh, uh, I read don't You cannot um give away cash prizes on the BBC. And that's why the prize is. Oh really? Um, okay. The prize is like the Wow Presents Plus um, series produced by the creators of RuPaul's Drag Race, but. Or Ru Peter badge. Yeah, a Ru Peter badge, literally. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's also part of it, no? Like, there's no like, oh, I'm gonna win this cash prize. True. But it's more of like a platform to speak up, up your mind, and also to. Like present your drag, present you know, yourself, to... represent yeah. your country. That's kind of like walang element of like, oh, I just want fame and also just the money out of it, maybe. 
Yeah. And it also leads, because that platform leads to really great career opportunities, which I'll get to later when we go individually. Yeah, so I guess let's go to the queens now and let's talk about some of, or all of the queens from this season. Let's, I guess let's start from the elimination <laughs> round. Uh, Joe Black. Uh, it's one of the queens. I kind of, I've kind of like been seeing a lot on Joe Black because I think Joe Black is a really popular personality. Yeah, apparently you know? in like the UK. But UK what? Drags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Parang the he's apparently just thirty years old, which kind of bothers me. Yeah, I got so <laughs> when I saw his confessional, I was like, no. <laughs> like, Did someone do a typo? <laughs> But yeah, Joe Black was the first to exit, and that was kind of shocking. Because, of course, in the American mind or in the Amer- Westernized like point of view, you'd you'd think that someone they'd keep someone who's like popular on the show. But later on, we realized that it was like for the better, at least, because mm-hmm. who he was up against was Bimini Bombulash in um, the first episode, and yeah, yeah. Bimini had. A journey of her own. Um, next, we have Cherry Valentine and Astina Mandela. Oh, wait. Sorry. I'll say pala about Joe Black. Um, I feel like this is like the standard disclaimer for every Drag Race episode. But just because a queen isn't good in Drag Race doesn't mean that she's a bad queen. Uh-huh. And I feel like Joe Black didn't do well on the show. Because his style of drag is so, for lack of a better word, old-fashioned. It's very showgirl. Yeah. Like, sinabi niya. Did she do, like, cabaret? Cabaret. Yeah, cabaret. Yeah. Lying down on the piano and singing. That's, and, like, it's a lot of reliance on the stage costumes, which yeah. really isn't what Drag Race the Competition is about. So... It was sad, but I understand why she left. And the fact I that agree. I guess na it was a challenge for himself to get out of the box and into something different was no. like something that he said himself on the show na that was good enough and experience to be able to do that rather than what he usually does. That's true. Yeah. Very niche then kasi yung kay Joe Black, I would say. Although... Yeah, I guess we'll get back to that to Joe Black later on in one of the segments yeah. I really yeah. enjoy. Um, we also have Cherry Valentine and Astina Mandela. These two did not really like leave a mark on me, unfortunately. What do you, what you know? Do? I honestly thought Astina was gonna go far, like when she entered the workroom personally. Like I was like, oh, okay, like someone to keep my eye on. So I was pretty surprised that she left her. The most fishy girl out of everyone. Yeah, yeah. He's the prettiest one. Like when she came out in her Naomi Campbell. Disclaimer: I still think Taste did it better. But, I agree. Like attitude, but like when she came out, her face it was like, okay, I see you, I see you. You look really like, good, though. From this season, I feel like she's the one most likely to land a makeup campaign. True. But she has like a lot of charisma then eh. Alam mo yun, like when she enters the room, she's very... Mm. 
Ganon. Like, and you feel that vibe. Yung East London runway niya. It was... I yeah, I enjoyed it contrary to like the jacket comments. Like I'm like if that's how if that's how East London's represented, you know, let it be represented, you know. And, and it's not less if the ASOS jacket was the be all end all of that. I agree. It was the chicken and the attitude and the hair, the box braids. Yeah, it's East London. We stand by Estina. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, Cherry Valentine naman. I thought she was charming and cute. But like you said, like I couldn't find anything I liked about her to pick her out of the group. I think that's what Parang happened good. to Astina rin eh, na Although she looked really good, she didn't really stand out like yeah. as a, in general, out of the whole bunch because you had really big personalities that really like fought their way for the screen time. And like at least, I guess... That didn't translate well into the challenges either. Na, you know, you have like Bimini and Lawrence and uh, Ahora and all those I mean, personalities. Do you beat her? You know, I think do you beat her by personality, charm, <laughs> and like you know, just the feel, like the performance. I guess. Then we have Jenny Lemon. Um, <laughs> I got. I love her. She's so cute. I but thought she was gonna kind of gonna be like the uh, bag of chips of the season in a sense, in terms of like the personality and what she would bring with the comedy. But yeah, kayo. Explain, Jimmy. Regina George. How to explain, Jimmy? She's so particular in her drive, and it's so fascinating. Then, pero. Similar to like, I would say Cherry and Estina. I needed like something then from her to like latch for her. I don't know for me. Like I, I really enjoyed this and the quirky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe because I have a certain formula drive in my head, or like I have mm-hmm. certain biases in watching American Drag Race and yeah, just in general my my preferences. And I just needed I think a bit her, like whole thing is very British. The type of humor yeah. that you have. Very slapstick. Yeah. Very, uh, for lack of a better word, clowny. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. 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 See, Jenny, I will say that one great thing that she brought, well, besides her exit, her legendary exit, <laughs> is uh, that conversation that With she and Emily had about. Uh, being non-binary because I don't think we've ever had that conversation in Drag Race before. We've had uh, contestants coming out as trans, HIV positive, uh, talking about coming out as gay to their families, but never about the new ones as being non-binary. It was really nice to finally flesh it out. About being non-binary and doing drag as well. Having those distinct points, and I think that yeah, I agree. It pushed like a conversation for It's nice that they're finally like being more inclusive in this sense. Now even um, the whole um, tagline of um, "gentlemen start their engines and may the best woman win" has changed to "racers and may the best drag queen win" because it's such yeah. a different time from when. They began, and you really see this throughout the seasons, also from having the term she male to just like removing yeah. that together. It's really, I mean, I guess it's good that it's changing with the times. Although, Shempre, 
I guess later on we'll talk about the judging panel, uh, or maybe in our season 13 um, episode. Um, next we have Veronica Green, who I really really like. I agree. The potential, the talent. Like I could see that she really go all the way. Yeah, like after the musical, I was like, oh, she's that type of queen. Like she's she's here to deliver. And so it was really sad when she couldn't come back. But I, I'm i pretty sure she's going to do well for mm-hmm. season three. I'm hoping she does well for season three. I mean, in the beginning, I didn't really think Veronica would yeah. go more. She didn't really Same. have an impression. But once the episode started rolling in, you kind of really root for her because everyone kind of puts her aside and like, you know, she's not anything. But when An she underdog, stage, yeah. Right? So yeah, I definitely agree. It's kind of sad to not see her there um, at least towards the finish line because I think she would have made it to the top four. She would have. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. She's one of the ones that is super different yung boy look than sa drag persona. Niya. Like, I'm like, oh, you're like the same person? That's so <laughs> interesting. Like, it, like, alam mo, like, sobrang confident yung drag persona. Niya. Tapos like, para out of drag, like, he, he, I don't know, like very timid and shy on the thing. Yeah. It's just amazing how Dragon transform. Exactly. It's so it's so fascinating to see them. Okay, next we have Tia Coffee. You know, I didn't really get the Tia oh. Coffee uh, thing. Favorite. But I'm so sorry. You just love her. Name, but I really love her. Her personality is just really there and she's really entertaining. And the whole, of course, you had to have that, oh, I hate you um, um, storyline with the horror and like the way they <laughs> patch things up. That was really nice and okay. it's entertaining yeah. to see her. Easily the best confessionals of this Same. Tasty, yeah. Like, depends on the preference, I would say. <laughs> like, looks naman sobrang wale talaga. There was nothing there, but she was. I, I dare say she's the most charismatic queen. I agree. Even I'm gonna more, go say that one. Even more than Lawrence, in a sense, like, and she's she's the funniest one. She's so funniest. I love her dry humor and her quips are so. It's so natural, Rene, the way that she delivers. It's like talking to your bitchy best friend. Ganun yung vibe. Yeah. Like her motivation to really try to push herself, then sure. despite all the comments about her being the most basic and all that, yeah. like the the fact that she stayed on until halfway through was kind of good. And I, I love the way she like, even she acknowledges the fire. She's just you know she's just here. She's doing her best. She's trying and like, <laughs> I'm funny then about um, what do you think we're gonna say to you? And she's like, I think you're gonna say I look amazing. I look good. <laughs> and see, even the way she turns the tables, it's like, it's you know, <laughs> you know, you you kind of assume the part of a queen gets that she's like down and stuff. But he's like, no, I know what you're gonna say. And like, it's just so entertaining. It's. I wanted her to stay longer. Same. Plus her, that storyline of the horror was really good because it didn't feel overly produced at all. It was really just the two queens being themselves. And I'm sure that there was producer manipulation with how they were seated in the makeup table. (laughs) For sure. But then, 
everything flowed so well. And they were able to, through that their fight, they were able to talk about bigger issues such as uh, self-loathing in the drag community and taking it out on other kids and why the gay community mm-hmm. can get really toxic at times. That was a really good episode when they reconciled. I agree. And I don't think it would have happened in U.S. drag race. I feel like the queens at least would be more, oh, I'm, I'm in it to win it. Yeah, because in the U.S., it's always like, are you on one side or the other? Like, yeah. a header yeah. or are you like yeah. a booger? Very black and white. Yeah. yeah. Or are you like, um, ano yung this season, sa season 13? Like, the winner's circle or the loser's circle? Or the loser's circle. circle. It's really yeah. always like that dynamic. Yeah. Um, next, we have Sister Sister. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't too big a fan of her. Um, although she did have her own moments, I feel. I honestly thought Sister Sister would have the most unique drag in yeah. the season. Like every time she stepped out. But I'm like, okay, I think. I don't know. Like, I feel like I expected a lot from her based on her entrance and how she yeah. showed herself. Yeah, so I'm like, wow. So I wonder what you're going to bring this season. Like, I wanted a bit more. Everything yeah. else was so one note. Yeah. yeah. There was no variety to the uniqueness of it. She or... kept repeating the same things in a way. I love you. Like, it just felt but you kind of already did that, or that it kind of feels like the same way you tackled the last one. So, can you give me like something else? Like and something that's after parang, the judges already told her, na parang, you know, you have to change this a bit. But yeah, parang, yeah. She didn't really listen, in a sense. Yeah. Parang Jenny Laman. Yeah. Uh, Jenny was. <laughs> Jenny had Utica syndrome where she's like, oh, I'm an artist. <laughs> no one can understand my vision. But Jenny did change it up for like that one. Yeah, for like one way. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really good. I really enjoyed it up there. <laughs> then like, yeah. Okay, now we're heading down to our top five with Ahura. I really love Ahura. But the first time I, I ever saw her, I was like, she kind of oh, reminds me of Adore, like a British Adore. Yeah. Ah, true, 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 true. I agree. I agree. She, she was... I know she was supposed to be the villain or the mean one of the season, but her effect was more bratty than me. Yeah. I don't, she was so funny, Kaya. I eventually rooted for her, talaga. Yeah, agree. Like, I think by the time it was just tea or coffee, like, before the coffee celebration, yeah. like but coming back after the quarantine, I honestly was rooting for Ahora. Like I, I knew that the there was more fa- that the other queens were like more favored to win. But my personal bet became Ahora. I don't know, I just loved her character development. Yeah. Her, I know her super hero. Yeah, I think honestly one of the best so far. Same that peacock so. moment. I don't know what to call it. Ooh, ooh, okay. <laughs> I love it. She made it all with trash bags. She's she's talented. She you know because like she may be a bitch, but she could back it up. Yeah. Sure. And then, oh, I love I love her. And she's charismatic, Rene. Her Essex girl. Uh, it's a morning show. Yes, this is Essex. You know, <laughs> I love her. Essex. She really owned it. 
I loved it when she started letting go and really enjoyed herself. True. You could see her just letting go of like this idea that she was like a fashion queen, a looks queen, and like she had to be all that. But then when she really like let herself, you know, be vulnerable and allow herself to just be, um, be present in the competition, it really made it. Fun. And I really also admired the when Ahoria brought up that she's kind of stuck in the between not being respected enough in both of her um, careers as a drag queen and the fashion yeah. designer. Because, you know, that's a struggle most people probably face as a professional also, not being respected for what they do. So that was nice also to give her a bit more of a backstory and a human side. And her... Her workroom looks really good, also. Like out of I agree. Uh, yeah. One of my favorites, then, like the the bomber jacket and the beret thing in the confessional. <laughs> One of my favorites. The pink turtleneck and the fancy pants, man. Sabi ni Michelle. <laughs> so good. I love I love her. She she may be mean, but she didn't come off as uh what's the word? She didn't come off as mean spirited. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like that was just who she was. Like she wasn't trying to like intentionally be moody. Like, this isn't how I am. And like, I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. She clashed with Tia Coffee because Ahura is the type of queen kasi who would come super prepared with everything. She values professionalism. And Tia is more... She... she Tia, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, you know. <laughs> she's by on her charisma. Yeah. And how she... Her natural charm. So, like, I understand why Ahura would be <coughs> to... Uh, Tia and how he performs because yeah. a is like girl ano ba I I did this I did here. that yeah with the checklist of costumes what to wear and parang ganon and then it's like I understand why the bitchiness was there mm-hmm. and it came out with a really good storyline and sometimes you really do judge people like that when you feel like tama ka nga when you feel like you know you did your part and then other you see other people like, oh, but we were given this in a class. Like, yeah. You read you kind of feel like, oh, I did so much and other people can just get away with it. And last point on Ahora, she was eliminated not because she did badly in the challenge, but because she did the worst among everyone else. That's true. I don't think that yeah, she she still she left, but she left on a good note. Performance-wise, and she only she only did it once. She only had to lip sync once, and even though she got eliminated, it, it was just because you know of minuscule details, and it was at that point now where they just had to pinpoint yeah. the things that you know could like make you and and Ru, I think said it right in that episode. Na parang you guys are making it really hard for us. Yeah, it was a strong top five, talaga. Very strong, it's really good, and it was kind of sad just to see her go though. But, you know, there's always a chance for All-Stars. Because in this case, the room international All-Stars have uh, different country Queens from different countries competing. Wow. So, that's interesting. Uh, I'm not too sure if he's there, though. Um, next, we have um, Ellie Diamond. Um, Ellie D. She, she's the same one. Right. She's younger than us. I mean, she was born in the 2000s. So, like, <laughs> that's crazy how someone could do that well and, like, create 
their own outfits and like just really did- subscribe. Yeah. Talented beyond her years, I would say. Ellie Diamond. And as the judging panel would say every year, runway easily the best makeup. Because huh? you see the transformation. It's so and it's so she's the most polished one, I think. Same. I was gonna say polished then. Maybe not the most imaginative or the most mind-blowing looks, but always everything's polished, everything's complete. The she's, thing she's the youngest, right? And she's, yeah, and I, I guess it's a matter of they're like, oh, you know, this girl, this guy has a lot, to, and, and a lot of, parang she'll get even better. So you know, yeah, it's a matter of what else will she do in the future, yeah. right? I love Ellie, but it's it. You know how you just know that ah, I just feel like it's not your time. Like you're amazing, but like I'm so sorry, girl. Like I don't really feel like it's your time. But I still love Ellie. She's amazing. I hope people don't bash me. Sure. <laughs> okay. And I go, Jeremiah. Oh, and the whole you want to discuss the storyline where she. She gets bashed for the lineup. But yeah, it's a competition. It's, I guess let's talk about that a bit later in our uh, okay, okay. memorable moments. Um, so yeah. um, we have taste as well after Ellie. I love, love, I love her. Well, I don't know what you can say. What else <laughs> you can say about taste? She's like one of the best characters they brought on in like the entire drag race. I would say. Yeah. I. From the first episode, pa lang, like when Taze and Astina said they do Naomi Campbell, I was like, ah, because I love Naomi Campbell. And when Astina walked out, she was pretty. She looked like her, but lang. But then when Taze marched out <laughs> as Naomi Campbell with the walk and everything, I screamed because I was like, oh my God, that's her. That is, that is Naomi Campbell. Yeah. And the, she, I feel like, okay, um, I, feel, I think this season of Drag Race has three fashion queens. You have Ahura, the very uh, methodical, is that the right word? Fashion uh, queen. It's like or, technical queen. Yeah. Technical, she, she comes prepared always. Uh, Bimini, which later na lang. <laughs> Let's go into that later. And then you have Taste, who's all about the attitude that comes with being a fashion queen. She, even her... Even her workroom outfits were so sassy. And but like the I mean the BDSM type of like yeah harness. <laughs> there you go. And yeah. Sheer tops. Hey, I feel also trade of the season. I I agree with that. The trade of the season phase. Poginya, poginya talaga. Ayon peace. Um. Oh, and lip sync assassin. Ah yeah, lip sync assassin. Yeah. Four times, right? Yeah. Four times, yeah. She, she made it. And she I made know. It. I, I think it's also a testament to how well she does lip sync. Like, she one, really has a thing yeah. about lip syncing. Like, I love how Tays, she slayed songs that were super fast paced and like that drops the standard fare. Yeah. But she did songs like Memory really well. Yes, and that was her first lip sync time. Yeah. Like, ang galing. That so that's one. another difference between US drag race and UK drag race. Because in the U- US drag race, 
I don't remember the last time there was a slow song used in the lip sync. It's usually the ta 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 that drops. So I feel like we've kind of fizzled out now. Yeah. For the lip sync. The taste, taste brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> the taste needs more. Okay, and now we head to the second queen. I mean, second to the last oh. queen, which is Bimini Bone Bulash. Bimini! Bimini Babes. That girl? Bimini! <laughs> that we, lo- we love an under- underdog story. We From love an underdog story. the first story. one to lip sync. At the bottom. At the bottom two. To mm-hmm. being part of the top three. That was really a great journey because you didn't really expect this to come out of Bimini in the beginning. Although she did have a good entrance look. Yeah. But like, it to was... being like a fan favorite in general or someone people rooted for as a whole. Like, what a journey talaga from the beginning. Like, I... Sorry, Aliyah. I was just saying that I read nga somewhere na it was her intention talaga to really be, you know, be undermined. Do mind by my God. Undermined by the people. Like, she, she really wanted people to, like, brush her off and just think, oh, another, like, you know, like, a medyo sexy. blondie, blondie, pa sexy, mm-hmm. all about looks, all about showing herself. Um, And then she just wanted to, like, show people, no, I'm not more, I'm more than that. Like, just because I dress up like that doesn't mean you can all, like, just immediately associate me with being, like, I don't know, dumb or shallow or, like, not have anything to say. So far, she came in palang with that intention. Man, queen, queen stuff right there. And her glow up, like after the quarantine. She really slayed her way. Period. You can really see the elevation. I love, my favorite runway of first is the beach look. The, the ano? Yeah, the parasite. And the amoeba. <laughs> I don't care, I'm a be on Amoeba. What endeared her also to the fans is how unbothered she was the whole competition. She really she was so she's It's because so, she's vegan. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> she's so above the drama. And yeah, like she didn't really like hate on anyone else to like yeah. She didn't, and she was so loving. I like if they were gonna award the Miss Congeniality, I'd give it to the name. I think yeah, like somebody did like uh, who would be who would the queens vote as Miss Congeniality, and I think Bimini won. It's not official. Like someone just collected like all the queens were being asked in various interviews, like who would be your Miss Congeniality? Because the majority of queens answered Bimini actually, so technically Bimini is Miss Congeniality unofficially. And like, I know I I don't think I can stop talking about Bimini. She's my fave by far. Her name is perfect. It's Bimini. a perfect drag name, Bimini Bonbulash. <laughs> the way it rolls off your tongue, now, like ah, oh, satisfying. And I made the point earlier about the fashion, the three fashion queens of the season. If uh, if uh, Ahura is the prepared one and. See, Tase is the ma-attitude one. I feel like Bimini's the punk one, which in this fandom, the punk queens get 
the most love. Like, you remember queens like Raja, yeah. Aquaria. Yes. They all have, even Sharon Needles to an extent, they all have that very devil-may-care approach to looks. Which I think sobrang advantage yun ni Bimini at the end. Because she wasn't afraid to go daring or think out of the box. She was, you never saw Bimini Bon Bulash come out looking like any of the other girls. She was the most original one. When There's no, like, one predictable thing that you would have women do. I mean, you'd, you'd think that, of course, she'll go for a sexier look, but, like, that kind of sexy was in different forms and not just, like, one note na, okay, it's just, like, body and that's it. Yeah. Plus, you know, girl can, you know, girl can open her legs. Girl <laughs> can, like, do split, like... She's ready to do whatever because she can. Because she's vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why people were disappointed when she... This is, this is not naman spoiler-free, no? Well, yeah, we already spoiled well, a lot. It's already like a spoiler zone at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I think like we should be aware. So like, I understand why people... Again, spoiler alert, listeners. I, I understand why people were disappointed when she didn't win. Because yeah, okay, let's go yeah. to the winner as we talk about Bimini. So we yeah. have a winner. The winner is Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence <laughs> Lawrence. <Cheney>. Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> I really loved Lawrence from the beginning. I loved her. Same. And, uh, the moment she entered the workroom as the first queen, I was like, ah, oh, her energy. You know she's gonna go far. Like, like, super. She's packed with it. But it's not just yeah. the charisma. She also had the talent to back it up mm-hmm. and not just say na, oh, the judges love me just because I'm me. But like the looks and even the challenges, except for some of the acting challenges, since mm. she was expected to be more of the comedian, she didn't yeah. really like do them well. But yeah, actually speaking of Bimini, nga, parang, I was really rooting for Lawrence since episode one but like seeing Bimini's glow up eventually made me team team Bimini so the winning parang Lawrence winning kind of did disappoint me in a sense na you know in terms of looking at the growth I think it was for Bimini more than Lawrence yeah maybe I feel like in terms of who won there's also some sort of representation they wanted in making a Scottish queen win this time around In that sense. Also, I read Ren on Reddit that when you think about the price, which is to make your own WOW Presents uh, talk show, it makes sense why Lawrence would win over Bimini. Because when it comes to charm and the repartee needed to have your own show for WOW Presents, it makes sense that Lawrence would win over Bimini. If the criteria was like US Drag Race, Nah, you know, you get $100,000. And Anastasia Beverly Hills. One year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills. Yeah. So, Bimini would win, hands down. But if it's really, if they were looking for a host for Wild Presents, it makes sense. Wow. And this is Money Lawrence. I agree. Like, I, I never thought that any of the three queens, like, Definitely, everyone was rooting for a certain queen to win. But, I don't know. I feel like they were all deserving the man. And it all really came down to Rue for whatever reason she 
the signs. And I mean, like, it's 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 a show about whoever RuPaul wants to win. Then we're all just begging now. Makikig siya sa atin. I don't know who's the... No one said drag race was fair. No! RuPaul's drag race. We're just all begging at RuPaul's feet. Please, please let us win. But apart from that, I was gonna say, you know, what I like about Lauren. Um, I, I like what... Michelle commented about Lauren. I would say she, like, Lauren is a pretty good fashion queen. Because she, like, Lauren's knows how to shape her body really well. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a talent in itself. And it's not an easy feat, I would say. In addition, parang, I also like that the winner this time around isn't, like, alam mo yun, parang, didn't go to the, go to the competition na parang the whole time. Sobrang, always at the top or always like mm. safe. I mean, she also had her lows and she also had those moments na nahirapan siya dun sa season. So, I think, I mean, parang, it was a good thing na parang in the end it all amounted to something. But of course, you know, we all have a favorite. I won't say I don't know. But like, I'm happy Lawrence won. <laughs> and sure. also, parang, Lawrence was a big girl but her brand wasn't about being the big girl. Same, that's true. <clears throat> Eureka. So, ah! so uh, I love that about her. She didn't make it her personality. Same. Same. And she's only 23. I know, again, like when they show the confession, I'm like, okay, I'll accept it. <laughs> I agree, Ru. Okay, your pick makes sense. Okay, Ru, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now that we have the queens down, let's talk about some of our memorable moments from the season, which um, I guess made us entertained or entertained us for the 10 episodes, which is really short, but like it feels like a lot happened. We're just like this um, US season. Okay, US, yeah. Already like episode 13, and we're like, oh, when is this gonna end? <laughs> season UK. That's where we are right now as watchers. Literally. And yeah. Um, I guess let's start with like Rats the Rusical, the live Rusical. And it's the first time Yata na live, Tamaba. Oh. I'm not sure then, but oh, it's always lip sync in every Rusical, right? And this time around, they sang live. No, I think they sang live for the share. Lucical. They did. The Cameron Michaels. Oh, really? Who's that? I don't know. Where they all... Cameron Michaels, Malay Exchange, mm-hmm. that season. Sana ba yung... The share. Yeah. Apart. Is it? <laughs> it all kind of blends into oh, come on. Like, I just know this queen or that queen but I don't know who's who where where I don't know for the Madonna and the buzz that they sing live I know Madonna was lip sync yeah ah. I remember Jade lip sync I that's how I remember yeah hey, I really enjoyed Rats the musical I would say that this was one of the first times where Bimini stood out. Like, this is, like, her rap with... Because, you know, what's happening to her rap? 
Ako yes. Ako yun. Binigating part. Like, Gravity and Distant Tree. <laughs> yeah! I think they were really good in the musical. Yeah. And of course, Veronica Green's moment. And even Tia Coffee was really good in this musical. That I would say like, it was strong. Veronica's yeah. moment is what Jan wanted for herself in season 12. Aww. Sadly. My girl. What Benali wanted this season then. Charo! <laughs> <laughs> she had the moment naman. So... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I enjoyed the rats musical. And they also, they weren't afraid to lean into the absurdity of Cats, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> like, the lyrics had jabs to how weird this all is. <laughs> and it is. Yeah, it was so meta. But to see, to be a coffee when she she walked out, scene stealer. <laughs> With the ear on her back, like... <laughs> Uh, you just have to go with it, you know. This is a fun musical. Yeah, I agree. Versus, I know, um, versus the social media one. This was definitely like had more oh, different about. That. <laughs> Wala siyang staying power. Yeah. I mean, ang galing ni Rose. Yeah. Is there anything else? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next we have. The legendary, now legendary, iconic exit from Jenny Lemon. Because in her, yeah. she just literally stopped and just walked yeah. out. Not like in <laughs> La Creme, where they eliminated, parang she eliminated herself. This time around, she just like didn't even lip sync or bother to lip sync and not stay there. She literally left the stage. Yeah. Nerve. I wonder if that's ever happened before. Do you guys know? Because I don't remember that ever. It's happened. the first time somebody did that. Because see, yeah, no, yeah. The other people just stay on the stage and just give up on the stage, but it's the first then, time somebody like left. Even Charlie, yeah, even Charlie Hyde tried, man. <laughs> or Charlie Hyde just stood there. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I mean, like an attempt. <laughs> Even Ben Delacreme won the lip sync <laughs> when she self eliminated herself. So, what struck me though was how online everyone's like, ah, oh, Ginny, Queen, yes, Queen, work. But then in the workroom, in the episode, in the show, the Queens were offended before, before Rue made the pandemic announcement that everyone has to go home. The Queens were like, I can't believe she did that. We all want to be here. So you can look at it from both sides. The parang mm-hmm. oh that was a that was a very nervy love moment. But also, and from the perspective of a queen who's working her ass off to get there to stay and win, it may come across as offensive. Especially like I think it was a horror. Who was the most pissed? Yeah. And Lawrence, and she just walked out like that. But I guess it's really like a good TV moment to just not was. talk yeah. about. But yeah, I feel like for the queens now who would be there, it's gonna be a bit more offensive on their end. Especially in that moment, in the heat of the competition. Parang, wow, you're just gonna like waste this. Baka that was their perspective at that time. And though I do respect her reason, it's kind of like, why are you giving it to another person just because she's your friend? Because Simba's sister, sister is like, dear to her and that's why it's fair. 
she's their sister. Uh, even when she noticed na Jenny left, she still gave it her all. Yeah. Lip sync. Give naman sa kanya yun. Okay, next we have a unique situation in season 2 of Drag Race UK which is COVID-19. So versus like season 12 of Drag Race where they were all already in the finale stage and yeah. the only thing was like, okay, how are we going to do the finale? This time around, they literally stopped production in the middle of the season and after like eight months, yata, um, they went back. And that was like a really interesting thing to do because like, you know, you have the chance to like change yourself at least how you're gonna do it, what you're gonna bring, and like, yeah. you know, I guess pe- the pandemic really changed people a lot in their own different ways. So and they all got stuff done. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So yeah, I can't imagine what a nightmare it must have been for the producers now. Because True. back at the early days of the pandemic, no one knew. We still don't know. But then, like, no one, everyone is so scared. We didn't have a grasp of how intense it would be. Back, there was so much fear going on. So it wasn't even a matter of knowing, oh, will the show push through? It was a matter of, will, will, will I get to be alive next week? Yeah. So, What's going to happen tomorrow? It was a day-to-day thing talaga during that lockdown time. And I love how when the queens came back, we were able to talk about how they were considered essential workers, yeah. how they, they were... They lost income. Ellie had to work at her drive through again just to make ends meet. So it was a really good... I feel like it was a really good conversation to have about how drag queens make their money. And in the times uh, you know, we're watching this from the pandemic, and seeing it happen in real time on the show, in a sense, puts it in that perspective. Na you know, this is the uniqueness of what's happening around here. And also, I guess, personally, in our country, how people could already come back and have full productions there. And like here, you know, we're still really struggling again at this point, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's good that they were able to come back and And I, I'm also like I think it's also interesting that parang when they came back, it was all the same like rules or instructions. So they really had like that time if, if they could, given the circumstances, now, to think about whether to change it or not. Because they retained everything. So like, I think that was also like an interesting thing. Because later on in the season, yeah. it would be the subject of controversy for some um, challenges. So, yeah. Yeah, yung, uh, yung runway look ni Ahoran sisters. Yeah. yeah. The fries, girl. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of season three. Yung, see, what's her name? See, shut See Raja and the tool yeah. dress. The stool is not fabric. <laughs> See, what's your name? Yara Sophia. Yara. Yeah. Very petty drama that we all live for. For sure. I got 
Um, and then I guess leading into that, we have the Ruru Vision Song Contest, which I think is one of the most iconic RuPaul songs of all time, like drag race songs, which is UK Han or Bing Bang Bong. Song <laughs> of the year. <laughs> it is so good. There I say, there I say. Justin Bieber, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It was burned in my head for like a week after finishing that episode. But what I found interesting is that it was the same song for both groups, yet really like the level of LSS between the two, mm-hmm. my God, miles, light years apart. And the polish of the choreo, sobrang layo, and the wow factor. Yeah, and the looks even. I feel like the other group, Sina Joe Black, they play the two safe. Yeah. And, parang, you see, you see Sina Bimini doing high kicks, like yeah. something. That was Sina Joe Black, parang like TikTok lang sila. <laughs> <laughs> the people who like, okay, we have to follow these two dancers. <laughs> I kept laughing when Lawrence called the, the, the Golden Girls and their young friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> winner, winner. Actually, I think this reached the Billboard charts at one point. Yes. Oh my god! This is iconic. Yeah. I remember it in the UK, it charted top four. Like top four in the UK. Like it was being played on radio everywhere like it was that massive in the UK just now like bars are playing it and like you know random places like play the song so another interesting thing about Jag Race and how it like seeps into mainstream without even because of the content Bing Bang Bong Supremacy <laughs> UK, United Kingdom Supremacy and it's nice because the Eurovision contest is really like iconic in Europe and it's not really well as well uh, received or at least mainstream in the US which does it, which makes it less um, parang appealing to the Philippine market for example because we don't really know about the Eurovision as much yeah. because it's not a US thing I think a lot of us were only introduced to it when the movie came out the, the Netflix the yeah I think there's Netflix about Eurovision see Will Ferrell and and like it's kind of like you know in Pitch Perfect 2 when they went abroad in a sense and they competed against other countries so that's Uh, yeah yeah. okay and now for the last three before we head on to the next last segment um, LED versus RuPaul when LED came out and said why do you say Lawrence Cheney in a Scottish accent and just say Ellie Diamond in a normal accent? That was really funny. Like, the look everyone had. Yeah, when, like, Ellie said it, I was like, girl. <laughs> I thought that she meant any harm, and I think she was also trying to, like, be humorous. But as we've seen throughout, like, this season, oh, no, but, like, as we've seen throughout the season for Ellie, like, I don't know, like, I just can't connect with her humor then. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like, she's really not, like, a comedy queen, I would say. Like, 
I don't. I just don't find her funny as much as the other queens. I and think that she has a sense of humor. Like her favorites in that sense, na a running, a season-long running gag of one queen. Na kunwari, like Simone, Simone Ye, or like yeah. um, and Candy Muse, Heidi, yeah. Heidi in closet, and Heidi. The different names she gave Heidi, and like all those like fun things. It's not really ev- something... Yeah. Every queen gets a relationship. Yeah, but I guess Ellie just felt in a sense because they're both Scottish. Like, why isn't Ellie Diamond a Scottish thing? Yeah. I was like, stay strong, Ellie. <laughs> you'll, find, you'll find your footing with her. <laughs> and she did. Nagkaroon na ng L-E-D because of right? L-E-D. But like, Lawrence Cheney is really like from start to end from start to end <laughs> Lawrence Cheney and it's nice to say although I feel like we're gonna be bashed for saying it the wrong way Lawrence Cheney Lawrence it's Cheney saying it in the, it's like repeating something being said in, a, in an attempt to make an accent so I think it's fine sure okay so next um we have LED versus the rest of the queens. I think Jeremiah wanted to talk yeah, about Yeah, I know. So he'll be coming back shortly. Um, so we head on to Beast Enders, which is... I um, have about this. Ayan, Jeremiah is coming back. Um, so Beast Enders episode, remember they just had like... Uh, they just had that mannequin as a judge. Mickey, yeah. Mickey. Apparently, it's because Rita Ora canceled at the last minute, and she was supposed to be the guest judge. That's oh, why. Why did she cancel? Was it I'm because of like a COVID? Sure. But that's the tea. And Rita, Rita and bad blood. I'm not too sure, but like I feel like All there right. would be bad blood now because she did that, unless it's for a good reason. That Healthy, she yeah, baka COVID related. Yeah, that's another piece of tea, cup of tea rather. Piece of it's tea. okay. I I love I love Mickey. I that's love Mickey. I didn't really get yeah. that. It's kind of weird, nah. But then like, oh well, they made the most out of it. Yeah, I I thought it was funny. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Like the ridiculousness <laughs> of it all. Like I was just thinking. Maybe it's because it's COVID and then they ran out of people to invite. So, like, I was like, ah, it makes sense. Get, make the most out of it. Reminded me of Ernesia, you know? So, like, <laughs> I thought they were trying to do, yeah. like, a UK thing. So, that's what I thought. <laughs> and I guess that's very British humor also. That kind mm. of thing, which I did not really, like, understand so much. Okay, we were talking about... Um, Ellie Diamond versus uh, everyone else or Lawrence Cheney specifically because yeah. Lawrence was so upset from Ellie Diamond's uh, lineup. Which, honestly, it's like how you play the game. And it was kind of like Ooh. how Lawrence was just like ganging up on Ellie who's supposed to be like his best friend in the race or like his sister in the race. And she didn't I... get over until like two episodes after. I read this, uh, a really good analysis about this. It was less about the fact that Ellie, his sister, uh, betrayed him 
kumbaga, it was more about Lawrence Hispanic that the other girls were catching up to his status as a front runner. So parang <clears throat> from Lawrence's point of view, it was like you're you're throwing me under the bus. They might win over me because mm, that before, was like was unsaid. Ganun. Yeah, unsaid. because parang before they all went home because of quarantine. Lawrence was the clear front runner, but then everyone stepped their game up. And parang Lawrence, Lawrence improved, but he was pretty much at the same professional yeah. level. And uh-huh. even that, in the, that run of second, the second batch of episodes after quarantine. Yeah. Na, yeah. And it really got to her, the inner saboteur of like, oh, everything yeah. didn't really do well in that challenge. I mean, in the Snatch Game. Snatch Game yeah. and even Beast Enders, right? Yeah. I feel like that really got in her head nga din na, I don't know, na baka at that point nga. That's interesting, like you feel me, Jeremiah, about it. Mm-hmm. Like, nabasa niya. Kasi, I feel like that was like the the final straw for Lawrence, I guess. The fact that Ellie would give that opportunity or that moment where these other contestants could actually like, you know, um, surpassed her at that point. And mm-hmm. well, I guess, tama din yung hinala niya kasi didn't he really shine in that challenge? Like, na, the joke just so about... Yes! In that cha- like, that video of like a dead rich guy. <laughs> oh my God! With that short silver hair. Skinny eyebrows. Mm. <laughs> she really served that look. Not a joke, just a fact. <laughs> Iconic oh phrase. Right? Not a joke, just a fact. Oh my god. Like even taste is pretty okay. Like, I would say. Good, I think. Yeah, like the the story for another time. <laughs> yeah, like but that's the story for another time. Girl, I want to hear the story now. <laughs> all did pretty well, except Ellie. <laughs> I before you got these teeth, I was saying the part. I love Ellie. She's polished. She's amazing. But I really can't remember a time I found her pretty. Her funny. I, <laughs> not funny at all. Parang she said, alam mo yung, she's like your co-worker who keeps making jokes and you're forced to laugh. Yeah, it's like, ha <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Ellie. You're polished and amazing, but I never found the funny. <laughs> Same naman, same. She's, you know, she, she at least you're good at makeup. Let's, let's be thankful for it. Let's <laughs> be thankful for it. Hi, Ali. But yeah, I don't, I feel like uh, no one should take it against her. I she, agree. You can't have everything. I don't think anyone really like completely well-rounded in that sense. Like everyone But has- I also, yeah. I also actually hope that she owned up to it. But I feel like she felt so bad that she couldn't. But at the same time, I was really hoping, Ellie, it's okay. It's a competition. Like, understand that that's your strategy and you were, the, you were given the right to do it. And if Lawrence can't understand that now, eventually she will. And she, she's going to have to because it's your choice. So I'm, I'm like... All-Stars 4, right? Yeah. Naomi. <laughs> nerve. The nerve, honey. It's really like the shocker that and that was really good strategy although she did not win that really like removed competition out of 
the whole uh, thing. And I heard Manila Luzon might come back for international all stars for a fourth time. So that's uh that's a rule. Coming for Shangela's gig. <laughs> Yon. So that leads us to our last RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, wait, can we talk about one last moment? Go ahead. Ruth's rant about dresses from each other. Ah! sa fashion review natin. So we'll get to that. Ah, okay, game, game. Okay, okay sir. Okay, okay, okay. 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 So Sorry, next. Okay. I guess my favorite part of <laughs> Drag Race episodes is our photo fashion review. Wow. Lay or Walay. We're always prepared for this. So I'll be Raja, sure. I'm coming for your gig. Yeah. Okay. So let's go with episode three. Who wore it best? These are two colors they had, which are green. This <laughs> is uh, Veronica Green versus Tia Coffee. So what do we think? Veronica, this is a sleigh. I guess she chose green because, like, Veronica Green. <laughs> but Tia had a good point. Like, why would you choose green when you know Michelle doesn't like green? <laughs> I would say, wait, are we doing it for each one? Yes. Okay. I would say Veronica's sleigh. I like the two piece effect and then the high slit. Like, she worked with it. I'm not a fan of like the. It's not the best. Look. Yeah, it, I, I'm not a fan of the like. I don't know what to call it. Like the excess. Sash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not into it. It's but the material. I like the vibe. Plus, I would probably do a different hair with it, but mm. I enjoyed the overall ensemble. So, play the man. I'm gonna say neither. <laughs> this is a no. I hate the. I hate the lining. It's a I know she's proud. No, she's. No, she's proud. No, oh, it's fully lined. It's all hemmed. But no, it's so garish. I don't like how the top is constructed. It looks sloppy. Look at look at how the the bust ends. Not yeah. at her actual bust line. Her bust ends at the nipples. That's not natural. <laughs> no. It's not there. <laughs> It's no, it's not. It's not a. It's a well sewn garment, but it's not a well curated look. I do. For Tia, naman, well, the judges already said everything. Slay, slay, char. <laughs> That's what they said, right? <laughs> she literally killed. I don't, this is one of my favorite. Oh my god, is it this red? Were you buying vintage? No, glamour. No. Still on me, just for that. <laughs> My favorite. I'm not. I think it's this one. <laughs> yeah, you're It's a dress and it fits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did make it work, and it was fun to watch, right? It was really fun to watch. Nadala nang ano personality niya, but yeah, no. There's a gift wrapping, to be honest. <laughs> I love you. Like, this is how you would wrap a gift. Like, I don't know what else to say. Tia Coffee for Hallmark. True. Wasn't she the one who was like moving her arms differently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See my arms? Did you see my arms? Fire track. Just this outfit, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we have gold with Ellie mm. 
T and Lawrence Cheney. This is LED. I like this. It's a sleigh for me because it's a kind of a different look for her because it's not pink, which yeah. I like. Yeah. Sleigh din naman. Well, but I think I'm the nice one here in the family. <laughs> like sleigh din naman. Like although it's like the usual like leotard. I mean, like she does like the short stuff. It's either leotard or skirt. Um. I've, I've only seen her like do a long dress once if I like the finale. Yeah. So, okay lang naman. But it's like, like well made as compared to the ones beside her. Yeah. Slay naman din. Same. It's a slay for me. I, this photo doesn't uh, capture it but I love the pearls. Was, this was this look, no? The pearls that were hanging off her. I think so, yeah. She was very Moulin Rouge which I like. I would have gotten boots that went all the way up the thigh just for the oh, proportions. But this is a good look for her. Yeah. And her makeup was well, always on point, naman, but really good look for her. And this was like really early on also for them to prove yeah. that they can do it, right? Yeah. yeah. And we have really? Lawrence. Lawrence. Lawrence Slay. As a glamorous grandma. <laughs> really did it. She Mother did of the it. bride. Yeah. But I love this. I love this. This is, my, this is my favorite Lawrence look, I think. To think that this was like the competition where they had like make it the baba. Yeah. It's really a testament to how well she can do garments. And her body looks so good here. Same. It's her padding. So, the way she shapes herself. My God. Amazing. Slay. Slay. Okay. Next, we have episode four, which is monster mashups. Uh, <laughs> let's go with Veronica Green. Slay. This is a slay for me. I really liked it. Slay the man. I like the concept. It's the a Medusa and like big mashup. It's so weird. I love it. It's. I think this is the look that saved her from the bottom. Yeah, for this episode. Yeah. What? This is the goth, no? The morning talk. The morning. Yeah. The morning glory. Morning glory. Morning glory. So. You see yeah. any sister, sister? Yeah. Kawawa <laughs> well, was his sister there. But anyway, yeah, this this look saved her. Yeah, yeah. so slay, slay. Very strong. Next, we have Lawrence Cheney. Slay. slay. I love slay. Uh, slasher I love. movies and this, like, put it there. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre realness. The and face. I, I was just going to say the face. Oh, my God. So the well face in the hand. Yeah, so and this it's so I think this is a great illustration of how UK drag race UK is so different from American drag race because I remember in All Stars Four, Manila Luzon was originally wanted to go down the runway in a pair uh menstruation pad. Oh yeah. Down. yeah. And like and Rue was like, no, 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 too much. And then you see some a look like this go down the runway. So, sobrang different talaga. Or maybe BBC is just laxer. <laughs> Except surprises. <laughs> <laughs> so, ayun, it's such a, it has a very clear point of view. I love it. And it's so, 
theory. Same. And I love how yung the the face hanging off her arm looks exactly like her. Ang galing nun. Attention to detail, I would say. Okay, next we have Ahora. This look wasn't really like liked by the judges as much. This was a kind of like an Elvira, Elvira mashup with the a brain. Well, I don't know what they call it. A brain less brain headless person. Yeah. I mean, this looks Slade for sure. She looked really good. Yeah, I'm biased with Ahora, so I'm gonna say Slade, even though. I get what it's I get the critiques we're looking for. Like, because you have Veronica doing Medusa with like a big ass up and like Lawrence coming out with like a face on her arm. But like, Ahora does stuff so well. So, parang, it's still a slave. And this look also kind of sums up Ahora's main struggle in the competition, which was she wanted to be the pretty fashion girl. Yeah. But I think this was before she fully let go and she she became a horror, the fun, <laughs> foul-mouthed girl. So, yeah, I, I like it though. Like, ang ganda ng mix of the, the very fashion outlook and the eeriness of the brain. Yeah, so next we have Bimini. This is a sleigh. I mean, it's very her character. Yeah. Not her best look at throughout yeah. the season, but still a play. Same. Very bimini. It's the Playboy so, mixed with the devil, basically. And that's bimini for you. True. <laughs> okay, next episode we have episode five. Kehan, <laughs> or as Jeremiah wanted to discuss a bit earlier, the iconic H&M runway dress. Or not really runway dress, but like challenge dress. And that really made Rue get mad. Yeah. The, <laughs> yung, the fact that Joe Black whispered it out. I just, Go! Parang, <laughs> he was in the pie. It was supposed to be a joke, pa, and Rue just like went off. <laughs> <laughs> it, was in the, it was Rue's uh, Tyra Banks moment that we were all rooting for you. <laughs> I don't see no goddamn each of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went off, and I'm like, deserve the man because and the bad this is. Tamasiru, like, you know, Estina's ASOS jacket makes sense because it didn't look plain. It was like a holographic bomber jacket, and she had like props to. Drive home the fact that she's an East London girl. But this, it was just a, it was a shift dress. It was a dress and the belt. Yeah. yeah. And the boots don't even go. Why is she wearing And the wig, the wig pissed me off the most. Because it doesn't didn't go at all. It was so aging. Pa. I really didn't get the that. Makes sense. Especially concept. the Rulu Vision challenge. And yeah, I mean... I was gonna ask, uh, what's your take on that? Because a lot of queens get judged for um, bringing like store-bought stuff, like sometimes to the entrance. Ni which queen was that in season in All Stars Five, having an Amazon like dress, 
And then this time around, Joe Black nga, doesn't Joe Black have an H&M like partnership or something? If I remember. Parang meron. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I think that's kind of why she was saying H&M also. But, I don't know. I, I know competition that, you know, is based on looks and is based on like glamour and even though you're going to fit a certain um, challenge or concept, it, it has to be elevated. Just like wearing a dress off the racks without styling it. That's I don't what... know. I don't do this, but like as a watcher, <laughs> I expect more. <laughs> Putting on a dress from H&M from your closet, that's what millions of other girls in the world do every day that's not drag. And I feel like it's not even the fact that it's from H&M. It's more of how the lack of effort that went into it. Yep. And yeah. I get why Nabasta Sanziru from that. Yeah. Plus, it's, a, it's a, an iconic Joe Black moment. At least Joe yep. Black got that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, now... So slay. Shut up! Now we have um, a day at the seaside in the same episode. Let's start with Tia Coffee. It's a K-Lang for me. Nothing, <laughs> nothing too bad, but nothing too great. with the other queens for the seaside, does she have like Bethany with her? Well, it's just Ahoya and Sister Sister with their dual fries. Sure. Yep. <laughs> it looks so... There's no shape. <laughs> okay, this is a, no, it's a very, it's a great Halloween costume if you made it yourself and you wore it to your office party. Parang ganong level siya, it's not. No. Or it's not for a competition. <laughs> Or maka siyang backup dancer in a preschool show. <laughs> no, Tia, no. Makeup play in grade school. It's not flattering at all. It really just looks like an ice cream costume. Yeah. She could have said it was from H&M and I would have believed it. Sure. <laughs> 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 if she said that, like after Ru's rant, Ru would have died. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, okay, next we're heading to the next looks. Another mm-hmm. who wore it better. First, we have a horror. This was really a sleigh look. Yeah. Really uh, oh, yeah. genius way of yeah. putting that um, category into like a dress. Yeah. Like, great drive. Next, we have Sister Sister who tried to do the same thing and got flat for it. I, I have a really bad joke and I'm not sure if I can see it. Podcast. Chat mo na lang. You guys go. I'm gonna try. But right? yeah, for me, I'm like, it's K lang, but having seen a horror look. this yeah. definitely is a wale in that sense. And I think that's a little and the backstory na this wasn't what she originally brought kind of just puts her into ano, bad light. Yeah, bad light. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah. I I I think you can yeah. see it, Jeremiah. She looks like you stamp on. This is not ketchup and fries. <laughs> <laughs> no. This no, it's so it's kind of and nothing against women's periods. It's a natural thing, but this is no. <laughs> it's it's not what you wanted to achieve. <laughs> Yeah, did make me hungry for like fish and chips, like this whole like runway. The shape, right? Parang not flattering. And it's like I like yeah. the seagull though. The seagulls are good. Ano? It would have been an interesting. One. I don't think that sister copied the horror though. Bakal because like she would have probably went for a similar shape. Horror was honestly just being a brat about it, which I, was fun. Uh, it's a horror. Yeah. <laughs> we have taste now. Love. Play. She looks like she really came out of the ocean. And, very Aphrodite. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very really glam. Thing of Aphrodite. I love it. Slay. Case. And last in this category is Ellie Diamond. <laughs> it's a wale. You know the judges love this, but I'm not like, a fan. It's like, huh? I'm not How? a fan. Ang daming nangyayari, girl. Yeah. Again, she looks like a mascot in a preschool show. This isn't drag. I'm not a fan. I, I feel like if she edited it a bit, mm-hmm. there are I, I can't tell which part or how, but I feel like if there were a bit of edits, I would say that it would have been good. I would have liked it. But She's really wearing a, a mascot the, suit. Yeah. Even, eh. It's just like, it's the mascot suit. It's the football game. It doesn't look... This is a drag or fashion. I'm sorry, Ellie. Sorry, Ellie. It's costume, yeah. But it's, I, I, just, I just like how she changed it up, at least for this episode, that she tried to do something outrageous instead of like the normal polished look. Hindi siya one-noel, which I appreciate. Yeah, okay, next we have episode 7, which is mm. uh, episode 6, rather, which is prehistoric. Let's start with Tia Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want I wanted to like this so much because it, it's a step up na man from her usual looks. Pia probably thought <laughs> she was doing something, you know. Yeah, but she, she was serving. But I'm sorry, Pia. This is a wale, but I'm gonna encourage you to keep going down this track. Same. For me it's okay. Nothing like mm. super horrible, but like, yeah, nothing amazing either. Next, we yeah, have given the like roster. Yeah, Lawrence yeah. Chain. For no. me, actually, medyo okay lang ako with this because it kind of looks similar na to what she's been doing for a while at ah. the competition. Makes sense. Although I mean, it, it, it does good. It's really good. good. Yeah, it suits then, her well. Yeah. Yeah, but okay lang din. Like, I still like the gold one better. Yeah, I feel like she had other looks. So, at this point, because I feel like you're also comparing 
if the queens are doing better than their last look and not just like the queens, other queens. Parang, you start to do that na rin. And at this point, parang for Lawrence, it's good, it's Lawrence, pero it's scale lang din. Yep. Next, we have Bimini Bon Boulash. It's like total slay. This is like kind of like shocked me a lot because I was like, wow, the imagination behind having a prehistoric category and like coming out as an amoeba. That's like nobody would ever think of that. And I don't like that the judges didn't appreciate it and say it wasn't prehistoric. This is a big brain. Sure. And look at how she stands out from everyone. No bones, no like very big brain formation. Like when the, the queens are all lined up, she stood out. And it's, it, it flowed really well when she was walking down the runway then. The way the dress was designed. Slay, slay. Slay, baby. Slay. Next, we have a horror. Slay. Slay then. <laughs> I also don't get the critique here in a sense na they didn't really like it as much either because she covered her face but this wasn't really like a makeup challenge anyway, right? Yeah, and you can still see it. Like, I think they they could have they could judge negatively if it were like something like Valentina that you couldn't see half the face. Yeah. But you can still see through the bone so you can see na like effort in with the makeup. So yeah. I think it's a slay. So... It's a slave. She mentioned that she like had to do it um, electronically and then she printed it out to suit her body or something. Yeah. I don't get the science of it, but like the effort, right? Next, we have taste. It's a slave for sure. Oh, yeah. Slave for me. Slave for me. And it's nice how she, it's not just like a fashion look, but there's some sort of like character into it as yeah. well. Parang voodoo priestess. Yeah. Okay, next we have episode 7, which is Lockdown <gasps> Super Heroes. This is a horror. Slay! Hey. Oh the way she like yeah. her arms, that was just like... This is one of, honestly, one of my favorite runway looks in like in all time, all seasons. Ang galing. Ang galing. The fact na ito pa yung parang making it from random things you find. Yeah, and tra- from trash bags. <laughs> it adds to it, man. And I love, I love the short, the sleeves, the, you know, how it cinches away. Yeah. The one it's thing that- I will say though, and I don't know why Sister Sister didn't comment on it. The Ahora was being so hard on Sister for copying her French fry look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't Sister read Ahora for her blue makeup? Mask. Oh, yeah. Like, I think because she was trying to explain that parang... it's a face mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, don't know. I don't know if that was a factor to that. <laughs> Is it I don't, a or a I'm pretty sure the Ahura didn't copy it. But like, Sister could have easily just added fuel to the fire. Yeah, I agree. You're talking about copycats, huh? Look at yourself. Next, we have Ellie Diamond. Hey. Slay. This is a so slay. Well made. But so like, fun. it just felt very repetitive na for Ellie Diamond to look like this at that point in the competition. 
Hindi naman though. Kasi ito sa Super Shiro Challenge, which in effect was kind of like a branding challenge. And you, that's what Ellie Diamond is if she were going to be a Super Shiro. So, I, it makes sense na sobrang, she went really? all girly yeah. and super sweet. That's fair yeah. naman, yeah. Okay, we have Tace. This is Kayla. This is a Kayla. You saw. No, uh, for me, it's pretty well talaga. Like the crotch area. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Tace could have done other things. And came but up she with couldn't do it. Nicer. Yeah, but like, I want spend so much time pulling the thing. Yeah. Like, like, effort to pull the lower back. Add shorts, maybe. I don't know. You can try it like a pleated skirt of some yeah. sort. Yeah. I, I, I wish that I could do that. Yeah. And lastly, we have Sister Sister, Wale. The moment she stepped out, I was like, what is It looked happening? like an abomination. <laughs> it looked like na excited because yeah. she got- the yeah, no, 30 second or something. Yeah, the 30 second advantage. So she got all this stuff and she got overwhelmed while designing. She thought she had to put everything. But that's a lot of work, I would say. First of all, if you're a super shiro, how can you fight in this? Or like, how can you fly? I'm big. Okay, next. Ito yung totoong background in a, in a preschool play. <laughs> He actually really embodied it. This is it, yeah. Now we have episode 8, which is Stone on the Runway. Let's have Taste again. Uh, Slay. This reminds me a lot of um, Nikki Dahl's look, though, from season Season 1. Yeah, the armor. The armor Mm -hmm. one. But she did it in a different way, which is very Taste, which is a Slay. Yeah. Next, we have Lawrence Cheney. This is Slay. Slay. Okay, lang for me. I mean, I do love a Zygon from Doctor Who, but like, <laughs> this kind of, I don't know, it just kind of looked a bit more costumey than the others. I, for me, I feel, I feel like she's still elevated. I feel like at this point, I was like, wow, well, she, she's still elevating fashion. So, yeah. I, I would say it's a Slay. I laughed so hard when someone called her a hemorrhoid. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> but she looks really good. And I like how her makeup blends really well with her jumpsuit. I love it. Slay. Next, we have Bimini Bamboo Slay. Another take on like an interesting take on the category, which is like zips or pimples. It's really gross, but in the best way. Yep. It's Vivian Westwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Slay. And last we have Ahura. Slay. Slay. It's an ivy. It's not a poison ivy <laughs> drip, but it's an ivy crystal drip this time around. I will say, though, that the ivy kind of looks super random. It didn't like, really make sense, you know. 
I think I I know that she had this whole spiel, but it kind of looks. I feel like she saw face and she was like, I need to do something. Then, mm-hmm. another challenge, Dita. I forgot. Stoned on the runway. Stoned on the runway. This is your main challenge. Uh, I'm not. Is this comedy? Comedy. Ah, yeah, it's the stand-up. Yeah, the stand-up. Right, right, right. Because I was thinking that this was what face and the horror lip sync thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay, and last we have episode ten, which is the final for Eleganza Extravaganza. Yeah. Let's go with taste first. I would say play. Say the man. I would say K for this one. I she really looks good, but for a final four look, exactly felt like you know she could have done better or bigger. This isn't Tasis Basigag. Sorry, this isn't this isn't her best drag. We've seen yeah. her in better. I agree. It's not a bad look, but it's just it's not what the category was. Her makeup and hair look really good though. Yeah. Next, we have our winner, Lawrence Cheney. I liked her previous looks better. So I was like, okay. But, but, but then again, I think it is her character to come yeah. out like this. But, but I prefer it look like her a other finale look. It doesn't look like a wow, yeah. amazing. And it's most, a nice concept. It's grand podium gold for me. Uh, like, like as compared to this, I would say that would have been like more of a finale about it. True, but it's yeah. it's a fun like take on RuPaul's Drag Race and Lawrence Cheney as a character as a drag queen. It was a nice like final touch, I guess. That's but just true. not like as a. I mean, I guess the finales are smaller in the UK versus the US, where they really go all out. So I guess yeah. it's also that element also of what mm-hmm. to expect. Uh, we also have Bimini. Slay. Slay. Slay with tears. Slay with tears. It's so good. It's so good. The, it's Vivian Wesson. <laughs> it's so I like her, her face red. Ang ganda ng makeup niya and her hair. The hair choice then. It's what elevated Bimini. It just uh Stunning, but also make it punk. Yeah, I, I also like the vibe na the bimini you saw in the like green Nordic yeah. leotard ones. I don't know what to call it. I'm so sorry if I'm wrong. Yeah. Or, like that outfit. It feels like it's still her, but it's like an elevated version. Yep. And, and what do you well, want? In a yeah, it feels very round, like full circle, which I also appreciate. Does yeah. she are those are those her repeater badges and nipples? Or those are like nipple embroidery lang? I think it's a different uh, thing. It's uh, kay, ano lang, kay Lawrence lang Lawrence. Yun. Uh, Lawrence. Earrings, yeah. And lastly, we have LED. Slay. Definitely slay. This I is the most grand finale looking out of everyone. Yeah. Same. I have to also give it to music. Very anime, ano. Like an anime set in the 1800s. Like a white... Period, period anime. Period anime. 
Ang ganda. Ang ganda. I'm glad she went with this dress for the finale. And it's inspired it by really... Glinda the Good Witch, which is also really Ang ganda. Ang ganda. Miss so, LED. Uh, Miss LED. And that's it for our fashion photo review Drag Race Season 2 edition and our RuPaul's Drag Race Season 2 UK uh, recap episode. Any last thoughts about this season of Drag Race? This is the first uh, non-US Drag Race uh, season I've watched. And like for sure, I'm gonna watch... I'm probably gonna like marathon the others like Canada, Thailand because it's so different from what we're used to. And the cast here was so charming. It was such a joy to watch. And it also, with 10 episodes, it didn't feel like it was dragging. Yeah, I agree. I had, yeah. I had such a fun time watching this season. Then. I mean, like from the moment all the queens entered with their like one-liners introducing themselves. You could already tell that everyone had personality and everyone was, like, fun to watch. I also enjoyed the, like, growth of the contestants and how, in general, the production handled this particular season. Although, similar to Jeremiah, I haven't watched other outside U.S. graduate seasons. I, I've watched a bit of Canada, and it's kind of different then. So, I guess I, I guess it's going to be the trend of, um, drag race outside the, the US like it's always gonna be um, it's gonna follow like the trends of that particular country which is going to be interesting so I guess you just have to be open when you watch it and just let yourself enjoy it because I feel like the producers just also based from the UK one let it happen organically to a certain degree though. so it's something refreshing and yeah I would agree um, once you think na oh there's prob- we always say this in every episode. Do we have enough Drag Race already? Because we've seen it all before. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, seasons like this prove otherwise that there's still room for us to be entertained and have iconic moments in Drag Race versus the US where sometimes we feel like it's kind of overproduced at the point. So it's nice to have that kind of um, different version in a sense. Although it's still very much the core of RuPaul's Drag Race also. And Bing Bang Bong sings that song. Bing Bang Bong Supremacy. Give it all the Grammys. Deserved. Really good. Um, with that, we end our episode with our pop stop or our pop culture recommendations for the week. Um, okay. Let I guess let me begin. Um, I just started watching Jujutsu Kaisen, which is... Oh my god! <laughs> and again, I am obsessed with anime now. And it's nice. It's a nice new anime to watch. And a kind of a different approach to a lead character for me. So I'm only like seven episodes in, but I'm enjoying a lot. And I really like the kind of a horror-ish element in it. So... Yeah, that's it for me, Jujutsu Kaisen. Goju Sensei, sure. Um, Mine would be, I guess, I don't know if anyone's recommended this, but it's very popular. But I guess um, Attack on Titan, if you haven't been on it, um, on Friday, it's going to be the finale manga chapter. And in winter 2022, it's going to be the final part of season four. So um, 
I think it's a great time to also like binge watch if you haven't started it from the start from season one to the end, or even read the manga as it's already it's already gonna be done by Friday, and it's gonna be exciting to look forward to the latter part of the manga later this year, early next year, because there's still a lot that's gonna happen. So yeah, there's so many good anime stories in general to like watch, <sighs> and it's such an easy watch. Just twenty minutes of your time. If you don't have the time to watch, or if you do have the time to watch, easy, easy finish. Matatapas mo yung one season in like two days. Or yeah. One, you have the, the time for it. For me, okay, I'm I'm trying to watch all of the Oscar Best Picture nominees before <laughs> before the Oscars. More specifically, before the Oscars podcast episode. I want, to come, I want to come prepared. And yesterday, I just watched The Trial of the Chicago 7. And I liked it. It was very enjoyable. Aaron Sorkin is the director. And the, he also wrote the script. And I'll, I guess we're gonna tackle it more in the Oscars episode, but it was very smartly written. And if you like... Uh, shows like Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. It's very up your alley. Oh. So fast, very fast-paced. That's the next one I'm planning to watch on my list. So. Yeah. Actually, you know, Trial of Chicago 7 won the best ensemble to SAG if I, if oh. I got my facts right. Yeah. Sila Nanala. Which is really good. I mean, that's so far. So far, my personal favorite, I think, of Oscars. I haven't seen it all then, but I'm really, really fond of it all. Oh my god. It's my next one. But then, yeah, enjoy. Enjoy. And then like I love Minari then, but uh I don't know why, but I really, really like Sound of Metal then. So I'm the sound I'm design you say in Sound of Metal, like it takes you to a different place than you'd be usually be in in a movie. I guess we'll talk about it more nga once we do have that Oscars episode. But lastly, pala, I wanna also recommend it. I guess I'm kind of really late in our bandwagon, but I only watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy this weekend as a full as a. Oh my god! I mean, I've 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 a lot of like I've seen a lot of parts of it, and I know the general story from when I was a kid. But you know, when you're a kid, sometimes you just see things and you don't really like fully understand it or appreciate them. Yeah, I got to really watch it. I'm like, why I have been missing out my whole 25 years and not watch <laughs> Honestly, the, like, Lord of the... Yeah, go, go, go. Yeah, to think it was made, like, in 2000, in the late 90s and the early 2000s. It seem, it just feels so fresh, but then it feels so modern, even watching it 20 years after. So, amazing. Yeah. I was gonna say, then, parang, I also did the rewatch for the last year. It's parang... Even now, you can still really appreciate the story. And it's really well-made. I think the content in itself, like, it, it's a really good story. Because the translation, ang ganda rin talaga. Like, hindi siya for, like, one period of time lang. Like, later on down the line, I think yeah. it It's timeless in that sense. And even, parang even in the advancement of technology and CGI, Yes. Like, you wouldn't think this looks outdated. It just looks really, like, well done with everything. It, the special effects still hold up. 
Same. I, I guess in the same vein that Star Wars from the 70s yeah. they look amazing now to this day. It's kind of like that for that uh, period of time, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Yeah. I really enjoyed Lord of the Rings. Watch yeah. learn the other ones if if like you know, like the Hobbit. The Hobbit, yeah. It's the it's in it's in my never ending watch list. <laughs> so yeah, that is it for our episode. Thank you so much to everyone for listening to this episode of Popcorn. Of course, all our previous episodes are streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream your podcasts. And of course, we're here on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM every week, thanks to the Radio Katipunan fam for letting us have our show on this platform. And of course, go follow us on social media. That's at Popcorn with Cholo, at Popcorn W Cholo on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we will see you all next time for more popcorn. Bye. Bye. Bye.